0: Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast Um, so as pretty much everybody knows, it's like mental health week or day I don't, I don't know, if it's day then I kind of missed it because everybody was posting about it yesterday But, um, I thought I would make an episode about it, about like mental health and, um ways that I've dealt with mine that might help other people as well and kind of my own struggles with it because I think everybody deals with mental health issues um there's there it's impossible that there's one person that doesn't have mental health issues and especially growing up in such a non-private world like everything is kind of out in the open whether it's you know, on social media or, you know, if you're at school and people gossip about you or, like, you know, that type of stuff or, like, gaming, everything is available and accessible, and I feel like that makes it even harder for people to want to be themselves naturally, so, yeah, that's what I'm going to be talking about today, so I hope you guys like it and, yeah. Let's get into it. So, firstly, mental health is so, so important for everybody, men and women and anything in between. Um, And I think, actually, that we kind of forget that boys also have um, mental health issues and you know as a society i feel like i i think we're getting better about this but there was obviously a time where it was like it was it was a norm for a man to like hide his emotions and be this strong and like you know i'm going to fix everything and i'm going to do this like men were kind of put in this mold that they have to be perfect and emotionless because those were because girls were the emotional ones so then therefore because you're a boy you can't have any emotions which i think is complete bs i have grown up in a household with a younger brother and it's kind of helped me because i get to see how boys think about stuff at different phases and ages of their life and my brother's cried before I mean I don't he's probably not gonna like that I say this but everybody cries and you can tell so like for instance if my brother got upset about something and like cried or whatever or like I don't don't know or like got hurt like you could tell that he was ashamed to cry And I don't think you should be ashamed to express your emotions, you know? And even myself, um, I'm kind of a very prideful person. I don't like to show emotions at all, especially not around my family, I feel like, because I, I mean, I'm the older sister, so for one, I wanna look strong for my younger brother because he copies me and soaks up everything I do. And, you know, for my parents, I don't want them to think that I look weak or, you know, just, you know what I'm trying to say. But, so, because of that, I have kind of developed this, like, hard shell. And my parents would literally talk to me and they'd be like, you know, are you okay? Like, you never show emotions, like, ever. And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm just i'm not that type of person but because of that because i developed that type of mentality my personal mental health was very clouded i felt like i mean i kind of forced myself not to talk to anybody but everything that i went through like middle to high school i did it by myself and i figured it out by myself and because of that i probably took me longer to get over certain situations that I should have been over or like could have got help getting over and um and yeah my mental health was it wasn't the greatest I mean it's always a roller coaster right some days you're doing great and it's a great day and everything's you know fine and then the next day It could feel like the whole world is ending and, you know, you feel stuck and you're not where you want to be, you don't know how to get where you want to get, like, you know, you start thinking about everything and it's just like, like, you feel trapped almost and like, there were days where I just didn't do anything because I was like, you know, how am I going to do this? Like, what even is the point? So... Yeah, and that was just as a basic teenager, right? I mean, I suffered my own mental health problems from being an athlete because um, for me, I was always comparing myself to other athletes and, like, trying to just keep pushing myself and pushing myself, and my dad was also very, like, he was very passionate in me succeeding in soccer, and he pushed me very hard to do so and that also it's like you don't want to let your parents down so you know when I realized that I wasn't going to play soccer in college for the my dream college I went through a really hard time and I was blaming myself and I was blaming where I lived I was like you know why did we have to live here you know if we lived in Raleigh or somewhere else and you know the high school teams would have been better and I would have you know, been brought up on a better team, and I i was blaming anything and everything because I was so mad that I didn't succeed in this goal that I had, and that I knew that I would be disappointing my parents, and so to cushion the blow, I blamed everything, including myself, <laughs> which I did play a big part in that, um, me not succeeding, but um, yeah. Um you know, I feel like everybody athletes go through tons of mental health problems um and I feel like social media is a good and bad thing because I feel like now mental health is kind of becoming like more of a topic that people are talking about and you know, getting help and everything. Um And like therapy, I've never been to therapy. I mean, I'm I'm 19 years old, but I was considering going to sports therapy actually in like high school because there was one point where it just got really bad. And I also suffered from anxiety, like really bad anxiety. And so I hated playing high school games, especially home games because everybody or like all the people I knew that I went to class with were there or, like, guys that I had a crush on, or, you know, yeah, I I really hated that, and I hated when my dad came and watched me play, which hurt him a lot, because, you know, obviously he wasn't around as much because of the military, so then whenever he got to see me play, he would come, but I was like, no, don't watch me play, so, like, yeah, it was a lot, and I almost went to sports therapy for it, but, you know, I was like, I don't know, to me, that was a huge weakness going to therapy. So I was like, no, I can figure this out on my own. Again, you know, doing that that trait that I carry. Um, so, yeah, but don't ever, you know, if you need therapy, don't, don't be afraid to take those steps because it doesn't make you look weak. And honestly, if I went to sports therapy, it probably would have helped me a lot to get out of my head, and who knows, maybe I would have been playing soccer now, because that was a huge factor in why I didn't end up playing, because I mean, if I barely made it through high school games, imagine playing on a college field in front of everybody in a stadium, like, that's just terrifying to me, so, yeah. But don't be afraid to take those steps if you do need therapy or to talk to your parents because if, you know, they are there to support you and they are very, you know, they are open to be talking about that stuff because they were kids once too and they've already been through the stuff that we've been through um, on like a basic human level. You know, everybody goes through something different, but still the same at the same time, because everybody suffers from some form of issue, you know, whether it's like a physical issue, a mental issue, Um, everybody kind of has the same experience, but in a different way, so, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's something that only gets worse in college if you don't kind of address it when you start seeing patterns of, like, bad mental health, and you don't want that to happen, because I know some people in college who have just, you know, they drink all the time, and they're not healthy, and it's just, it it takes a toll on your body, and then you have to you know, you're going to end up paying for that, for what you've done to your body years later because, you know, this bad mental health state that you got yourself into, or not got yourself into, but you didn't put the effort in to get yourself out of, or at least try to, you've now, like, leaned towards drugs and alcohol and, you know, that road, (laughs) um, So yeah, that's one thing. Um, Another thing I've talked about plenty of times on my podcast, um, it's the reason why I started this podcast, Um, and if you've listened, then um, you know about my eating disorder past, and that moment of my life was probably the worst mental state I've ever been in, and it's... It's kind of, it's sad for me to look back at that because I can remember kind of what I was thinking at certain moments when I see like a photo from a year or two years ago or even four years ago. Um, Because I was so like, uh, I was in like, it was like tunnel vision and it was like, if I didn't wake up and I looked skinny and you couldn't see my abs, then I didn't want to wake up. Like I want, you know what I mean? It was horrible it was such a miserable time of my life i was counting calories every single day i was living off of rice cakes and almond butter and like 100 200 calorie protein bars like i was doing absolutely everything i could to minimize my calorie intake so that i would look skinny and then if it didn't work i would just continue to cut and cut and cut and it, it started to transition from a poor mental state to then a poor physical state and I was so unhealthy and malnutrient and I ended up developing a What's it called an autoimmune disorder that I actually was having problems with this last summer So I'm still facing the consequences of my actions um, years later, months later, and I feel like eating disorders too, it's more talked about on a female side, but I know a lot of guys who've also kind of suffered from body dysmorphia and that mental struggle with, you know. Do I look like fit enough because you know the ideal man has like all of these muscles and you know this amazing physique and abs and toned legs and you know all of that and I Know a lot of guys who have uh, mentally suffered because they didn't quote-unquote look like this God and um, Yeah, it, it takes a toll on everybody you know, girls and boys, and I'm doing my best to make sure that my brother does not go down that same road, so every time I go back, I'm like, you know, hey, what are you eating? <laughs> um, You know, are you doing okay? Because my brother has, like, an insanely fast metabolism, and he's so skinny, and he eats a lot, so I see him eat a lot, and I know he eats a lot, but I'm just like, you know, you don't need to be Drinking and like eating this much caffeine and like, you know, like you need to have a well-balanced diet and so It's kind of a double-edged sword because I I went through what I went through but now I can help my brother Not go through what I went through Because I feel like men are almost more fragile than women in a sense because they feel like they typically don't have anybody to lean on so Yeah, that's currently been my role (laughs) Um, so, yeah. And when mentally recovering from something like an eating disorder or body dysmorphia or suffering from anxiety, if you can't lean on your family, then lean on your friends. And if you don't have friends that you trust, honestly, one thing that I did, because I, you know, I didn't want to look weak in front of anybody, my friends or family, um, One thing that I did was I went on Instagram and I found, like, fitness pages of people that, like, kind of, like, helped other people come out of a similar situation I was in or, you know, just trained people to learn how to eat healthy but also, like, lose weight and, you know, like, a whole thing. I've talked about it more in other episodes um, so I'm not going to go into that right now, but there's always something you can do to better yourself, and there's, like, a lot of outlets you can journal, um, journaling helped me a lot, and sometimes I'll read some of the old stuff I wrote, and i would just be like, wow, <laughs> like, girls girl is going through it, um, It helps a lot whether you're dealing with, like, a breakup or, I don't know, maybe you lost a friend or school's hard. Um, If you don't want to talk to anybody, just journal it, you know. Nobody's going to read it. Nobody has to know. You can hide it in your room somewhere. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't recommend, like, posting on social media what you're feeling and being, like, I I don't know almost, like, attention-grabbing, because I know a lot of people that did that, like, that was one way that they coped with their mental health. I I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me. I've never really done that, so, yeah, maybe when I was in, like, middle school or something. Not even. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know. It's been so long ago, but anyway, um, yeah. Any form of creative outlet that you like, that you have a passion for, go for it. If it helps, you know, put you in that happy state of mind, then I would totally do it, no matter what anybody says. Um, like, for me, I just got TikTok, (laughs) and, um, it's kind of a double-edged sword, because I personally don't like TikTok because I feel like it's very time consuming and it's also an app where people, like, I don't know, they get sucked in and then they, I I don't think social media is good for your mental health, period. So I try to limit my activities as much as I can on social media because I try to stay present and when I'm on social media, I find myself, like, comparing my life with other people's lives. And that's not a good road to go down. So I try to limit myself to like three hours max a day. Max. Um so yeah. It's not a whole but that, that's kind of a lot, I guess. But um yeah, so I just got TikTok and the reason behind that is because I've always since I was a kid I've always liked to follow influencers, if that makes sense, and I've always loved videos and, like, the creativity that goes behind it, and, like, I used to have Musical.ly when it first came out, um, I was a Musical.ly kid, I did not get famous, sadly, I was in, like, the, like, the, the Jacob Sartorius era of Musical.ly, and then I deleted it, because I was, like, whatever, I'm not famous. So so I don't want to do this anymore. And then TikTok came out and I actually got it for like 3 months and then I deleted it because I was spending too much time on it and I was like I don't really like this app. Like Instagram is my favorite app. And that's what I'm on most of the time and my explore page is full of travel videos and like fashion and spo and all that stuff and I love it. Like I literally love it. I love the edits that people make and how amazing it turns out in the end. And so this past week, like a week, a week and a half ago, this hurricane, everybody knows about the hurricane, Hurricane Ian. It came through and so there was one day I was just doing nothing. I was super bored. And I got TikTok and... I started making travel videos from when I went to Miami, and I also made, like, the videos on Instagram, like, the reels, because I was, like, I don't really care what people say. I feel like that's another huge thing. I'm a very anxious person when it comes to posting. Um, I hate posting sometimes, and reels is, like, a new step for me, so I already know that people are going to be judging me, and... Sending it to other people because I can see my insights and you know, you don't know what they're saying behind your back and People automatically unfollow me and it's so funny But I've kind of like gotten to this place where I don't care like I do not care what people think because For when I'm leaving they might not know it But I'm leaving and I'm never gonna see them again, and I don't talk to half of these people so there's that and It's just, like, Emma Chamberlain, for example, not saying I'm trying to be like Emma Chamberlain, but she wouldn't have gotten where she got right now, which she just designed her own multi-million dollar house in LA, and it's gorgeous. I watched the video on AD on YouTube. Um, She wouldn't have gotten to that point if she didn't take the risk of humiliating herself in front of people that she went to school with by making YouTube videos and then now she's, like, wickedly rich and famous. Like, you know what I mean? So, I'm not trying to do that, but it's the same concept where it doesn't matter what people think because something could pay off for you at the end of the day and those people will all be watching you while you're successful. And they're gonna be like, damn, I shouldn't have been judging her. So or him, if you're a guy. So yeah, so now I have TikTok and I've been making videos. It's honestly just for fun. I kind of just bullshit on it. Um, But I don't know, I've always had this like little passion for making like videos and stuff. And I think that's why I've leaned towards marketing because I, I like to create stuff and with marketing and advertising in my future career, I'd be able to create stuff. So, it, it actually makes me feel better when I make a video that I like. Um, it, it helps my mental health, but then I have to post it, and then I get anxious about it. So, it's a double-edged sword, but, you know, whatever passion you have that helps ease your mind, or if you live in a city, maybe go for a walk, or if you live by the beach, go to the beach. I love to go by the beach whenever I'm feeling anxious I'll go for a walk and just go to the beach and watch the waves and kind of reminisce about my childhood because I kind of grew up at the beach in Europe so yeah um like I said in the beginning your mental health is super important whether you're a guy or girl and guys don't they don't get enough wiggle room as girls do to be emotional, and I feel like that's why guys kind of suffer. A more they kind of uh, how should I say this? It's not they don't. I don't want to say traumatic, but they they keep everything in so that you know it's just I feel like they're in a completely different mental space than females are cuz females are very open and emotional by nature and by sharing with other people it's easier for us to get over things whereas guys tend to hold everything in and you know it it all bottles out at some point but yeah i feel like it takes a toll on them more than it does um us so you know if you're a guy out there um it's okay to be vulnerable. So I feel like... I, I feel bad because society has made it really hard for guys to be vulnerable. So yeah, you're not weak if you show emotions. Just in case you're wondering. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Um, I have to do some chores now. But thanks for listening. And if you heard it echo, I'm in like my living room. In my apartment, so it's kind of echoey. But, yeah, that's it for me. So, I hope you guys have a good day. And, oh, another thing. Last thing. I, myself, this might help somebody. Um, I, myself, respond well to, like, quotes. I know that sounds so, like, corny. <laughs> but I've always responded well to quotes. And especially as an athlete, I don't know why, but you know, like quotes from like Michael Jordan or something, like it always motivated me. Quotes kind of keep my head focused on a goal and I took some sticky notes and I wrote down like life goals and like kind of stuff that just keeps me like going like on my mirror, like one of them says, you know, today's gonna be a great day. Um, believe in yourself because that's something my dad has always told me ever since I was a little girl Um, and you know just little stuff like that whatever you want like live in Paris is one of my goals so I put that on my mirror and if you do that I feel like it will help you kind of have a better day and like it'll give you something to look forward to because The days where I'm thinking about the future, which is, it's kind of bad to say because I'm not taking in the present, but sometimes that's all I need to help me get through a day. You know, I'll put on Croatian music or French music or whatever and I'll just fantasize about my life in Europe as I'm living through today and that's all I need to help me have a good day that day. so, whatever you need to do, whatever quote makes you happy, or you know maybe just something simple is like you know you're gonna have a good day or um, don't forget to smile. I don't know that's that's not on my mirror, but like if whatever floats your boat, whatever you need, um I would do that, so especially if it's like a personal mirror and nobody sees it, um yeah, go crazy. <laughs> But okay now I'm done. Now I'm officially done. Um, So I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for listening. I know this is a longer episode but um, I didn't want to cut it short because mental health is a huge issue and it should not be normalized to hide it. So yeah I hope anything I said today has helped and And it made sense, too, because I forget (laughs) what I'm saying sometimes and I just keep talking. So, yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Bye.